Hello, and welcome to Guys, I Know Kung Fu. My name is Chad, and I'm doing an episode-by-episode -episode recap of my favorite show, Chuck. Today's episode is Season 1, Episode 11, Chuck vs. the Crown Vic. Original air date was December 3rd, 2007. Written by Zev Barrow and directed by Chris Fisher. The description is, Chuck again assumes the cover of being Sarah's boyfriend on a mission to foil politically connected counterfeiter. The show opens in Bymore. Chuck is staring at the Wienerlicious. Sarah's car isn't in her spot. Chuck asks Casey if he's talked to her. He hasn't. He says, we'll see if she's hightailed it to wherever Bryce is, but don't worry, I hear there's a great selection of handlers in this year's CIA Christmas catalog. Chuck, Jeff, and Lester are sent on an install on a yacht. Lester says it reminds him of the Pacific Princess, the ship on the show The Love Boat. Jeff and Lester go below deck and see men counting money. Chuck flashes on a bill and sees his counterfeit. After the theme song, Chuck and Casey are on a video call with Beckman and Graham. They cover for Sarah's lateness using the spastic colon excuse Chuck used in Episode 5, Chuck vs. the Sizzling Shrimp. She arrives and the briefing continues. They order Chuck and Sarah to infiltrate a charity casino being run by Lon Kirk to investigate the counterfeiting ring. Chuck has a conversation with Sarah in the courtyard. He says he thought she'd be halfway to Bryce by now. She says this is her assignment. Back at Bymore, Big Mike is going over the ground rules for the upcoming holiday party, which are basically telling Jeff not to spike the eggnog or grope women. We find out that Lester is Jewish when he corrects Big Mike from calling it a Christmas party and volunteering to bring latkes. Morgan is in the home theater area watching a fireplace animation. Anna joins him. Morgan says he knows she went out the night before he was watching from the bushes. She says she did lie, but she's not seeing someone else. Her parents are in town from Taiwan. Morgan wants to meet them. Anna reluctantly agrees. Morgan tells Chuck he thinks he made a mistake. Chuck just tells him to be himself. Jeff and Lester tell him to be anyone else. Morgan doesn't know who to listen to. Chuck arrives at Sarah's for the date. She's being very standoffish. At the event, Chuck grabs a martini off the tray of a passing waiter. Sarah asks, since when does he drink martinis? He says he doesn't, but Charles Carmichael loves them. Adding a little more depth to his cover. They spot Kirk, played by Michael Wiseman, at the roulette table and join him. Casey is undercover as a croupier. Kirk introduces himself to Chuck and Sarah. Kirk bets, then, place, then Chuck places what he thinks is a $100 bet, but turns out to be a $100,000 bet on black. He says, always bet on black, Wesley Snipes, passenger 57. He of course loses. Kirk gets up and has an argument with the nation man. Chuck flashes on him and sees he's a Taiwanese ambassador named Rashan Chen, played by Kelvin Han Yi. He also sees they're using the charity as a front to launder money. Sarah goes and flirts with Kirk, causing Chuck to be jealous. Casey says she's just doing her job. When Sarah drops Chuck off later, she tells him Kirk invited her to his yacht the next day. Chuck thinks that's disrespectful to her boyfriend. Sarah says Bryce isn't her boyfriend and he would understand the assignment. Chuck says he meant Carmichael. He gets out, and she drives off. The next day, we see Casey washing and waxing his Crown Vic way too lovingly. Chuck asks what Sarah's mission is on Kirk's yacht. Casey says to get close to Kirk through any means necessary. Morgan arrives at the yacht club to meet Anna's parents, played by Ping Wu and Yuriana Kim. He valets his bicycle. The meal starts off awkwardly, and he remembers Jeff and Lester telling him not to be himself. He tries that, and it just gets worse. He looks out the window and sees Kirk and Sarah together on his yacht. Morgan calls Chuck to tell him what's going on. Chuck heads to the marina to see for himself. 
Casey is there watching Sarah along with several other agents. A man walks by with a crate. Chuck flashes. He sees they are loading counterfeit plates on the boat marked as medical supplies. Casey and the other agents raid the yacht. Kirk opens the crate, and it's full of medical supplies. Later, Sarah comes to Chuck and asks what happened. He tells her that he flashed. Sarah thinks the timing is suspicious because she was about to get intimate with Kirk, and he got jealous, which leads to an argument. Chuck asked if she kissed him in the previous episode because she thought they were going to die and his were the most convenient lips around, or was it about him? She says it was a mistake, which will never be repeated. Morgan arrives at Bymore with a ship's captain's hat on. Chuck asks how the lunch with Anna's parents went. Morgan says okay. Anna shoots him a look, and he adds ish. Big Mike calls him Captain Steubing, another love boat reference, and tells him to get back to work. Before he does, he invites Chuck and Sarah on a cruise with a bunch of Taiwanese diplomats, and Chuck politely declines. Casey and Sarah are on a call with Beckman and Graham, who are upset with the way they handled Kirk. Beckman benches them and tells them to stay away from Kirk. Sarah then asks Casey if he wants a normal life. He says the choice they made to protect something bigger than themselves was the right choice. Sarah says if she can't fix things with Chuck, she'll ask for a reassignment. Morgan sends Chuck a picture from the cruise. Chuck calls him Gilligan and Little Buddy, which are Gilligan's Island references. In the background, Chuck sees Chen. Chuck tells Casey the counterfeit plates are on Chen's boat with Morgan and Anna. Casey says they're a bench, so he can't help. Chuck goes to Wienerlicious to try to get Sarah to help, which she agrees to do. They race to the marina. Casey has changed his mind and arrives at the same time. The ship is leaving the dock, and we see Morgan doing the King of the World pose from Titanic. Chuck sees a GPS tracking device and flashes. He says Kirk is going to blow up the boat. We then see Kirk assembling a missile launcher. Sarah shows up and tells Kirk she can't stop thinking about him. Chuck then acts like a jealous boyfriend. This distraction allows Casey to sneak aboard and take out one of Kirk's men. Sarah takes out a couple as well. Chuck goes aboard and tries to stop Kirk, who fires a missile right between Chuck's legs and knocks himself out. Chuck finds the remote for the missile and says all software can be reset. Meanwhile, Morgan and the Woos are enjoying the cruise. The missile goes by, but turns. Casey asks, where's it going now? Chuck says he doesn't know, he reset it. Casey asks, does reset mean return to sender? Chuck needs a new target and asks Casey for the coordinates to his car. Casey begrudgingly gives them to Chuck. The missile goes over their head and destroys the Crown Vic. Casey is very upset about his car. Back at Bymore, Chuck and Morgan are in the break room. Chuck asks how the cruise went. Morgan says great until I got seasick and barfed. But Anna took care of him and she's an amazing woman. Chuck asks Morgan if he can tell her that instead of him. Jeff comes in and says it's time for the holiday party. Big Mike is dressed as Santa and a DJ starts playing my favorite Christmas song ever, Run DMC's Christmas and Hollis. Everyone is having fun except for Casey. Chuck apologizes again about the car. Casey said it was his dream car, and the only way Chuck can make it up to him is to buy him a new car. Chuck laughs, but the scowl on Casey's face means he's not joking. Modern English's I Melt With You starts playing. Chuck says this is my jam and slinks away. Morgan tells Anna he's sorry for being a jerk in front of her parents. He was trying to be someone else so she wouldn't be embarrassed of him. She said she didn't want him to meet them because she's embarrassed by the way she acts in front of them and didn't want Morgan to see her like that. Sarah finally arrives. Chuck gives her an alarm clock as a gift. They make up and agree to be friends. She tells them he's really good at his job, even the one he didn't ask for but was supposed to have, risking his life to save others. Casey gets a call from Beckman. The beta testing for the intersect was successful, and the new intersect should be up and running soon. 
Once the new computer is online, it will be time to take care of Bartowski. She hopes he hasn't grown too fond of him. She'd hate for him to be compromised. He says he understands the orders, and the show ends. The songs in this week's episode were Christmas and Hollis by Run DMC, Pimp Juice by Nelly, and Melt With You by Modern English, Giving My Love Up To You by Henry Turner's Crystal Band, Brandenburg Concerto 3 and G by Johann Sebastian Bach, a Holly Jolly Christmas by Burl Ives, Deck the Halls by Frank Sinatra, Bing Crosby, and Coots, and I Saw Three Ships by Bare Naked Ladies. These have been added to the playlist. This week's pop culture references were Casey telling Chuck to flush out your headgear, new guy. This was a line Adam Baldwin said in the movie Full Metal Jacket. Chuck and Casey described the Crown Vic as shiny. Shiny was a positive slang term on Firefly, of which Adam Baldwin was also a cast member. And finally, Rashan Chen's name came from two characters in the game Warcraft 3. That's it for this week's episode. Please remember to rate, review, and subscribe. Thank you.